0: understanding how the spirit leads today on Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's go. Hey folks, Apostle Lewis here with you. So glad that you're with me this week uh, for the podcast and the Uh, whether it be the video of Weekly Kingdom Outlook. I want to talk to you about some things this week before I get going. I want to invite you to find me on Locals. That is at thegatechurch.locals.com. You can find me there. It's a great opportunity to be part of a community. I am teaching on the paid side uh, and sharing things on the priestly ministry. Would love for you. There is a free side where there's a lot of stuff. It's a community. You get to... Chat on there if you want and see some things. And so would love to have you on there. That would be awesome. Also find me on my Facebook pages, Rumble and YouTube. We're on all those platforms as well. Plus, if you want, download the Gate Church app in the app stores. And you also get content there as well. We've got a lot of stuff that I do for free. Of course, there's always where If you'd like to support me and stuff like that. Links are in the descriptions below. If you'd like to support me, you can become a partner. You can give one time, anything like that. It does help, and it does matter for the work that we're doing for the kingdom. So let's go. So we're going to talk today about um, learning how to be sensitive to the Spirit, because it's not as most people think. And what happens to uh, a lot of people uh, uh, when they're when their confusion comes and and how God leads and how we have to learn to be sensitive to the spirit. I want to give you this verse uh, to start with. We're going to look at 1 Kings 19, 11 and 12. And here's what it says. Uh, Then he said, Go out and stand in the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord uh, passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and uh, break the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. You know, I think one of the things that we have to understand is we're, we're often looking for the big bam encounter with God before we'll actually do something because we think that's the way God speaks. You know, uh, someone told me that, Uh, I was talking to him about this this week and someone said, yeah, Bill just talked about how people are sitting on the couch going, Okay, God, uh, if you want to do revival, I'm here. Just speak to me. Do it. And and they're not getting engaged And what's happened. And I think this is a result of covid and maybe even some of our philosophy has gone astray is that we think what God's supposed to do is, um, you know, like have Jesus walk in a room before we do anything. And remember, Scripture says, him who is given a little more is given. If you want to grow in the prophetic, if you want to grow in hearing God, you have to listen. And you have to learn how to properly listen and properly position yourself. Because God, listen, believe it or not, God is God. You know, I have have three wonderful kids. And if they don't want to listen to me, I'm not speaking. I don't make them listen to me. God is not going to make you listen to him. He's not going to force that on you. But he has invited you as a child into the most glorious relationship. It's the most glorious invitation. And he's saying, Come. He's saying, Come closer. You draw close. I'll draw close if you'll draw close. Draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. And you have to learn how to do that. And, you know, so we have to understand that. God is, is looking for a people who will draw close, not just in doing, uh, because we do that too, because I don't want to take away from doing, but also setting their mind, their face, their heart towards God all the time so that God's able to speak. I I, I can't emphasize this enough that um, most people, maybe in our stream, not the case, but a lot of people are, um, don't think God's saying, I hear it all the time. So I don't think God's saying anything right now. And I'm going, that's sad. Or well, a lot of people rate um, what, you know, they go, well, I don't think God's talking that much. That person, they, they don't. Some say it was God. Some say it thundered. That was, that was what happened in Jesus' day, right? Some says it was the angels. Okay. So we have to remember that. We have to learn how to position ourselves. And in, in, in this hour, it's not different than any other hour. You have to make time for God. Look, I hear Christians all the time say it's about relationship. It's actually more than that. It's about intimacy. It's about abiding. It's not just, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. My kids are a child. They're children of mine because I gave birth to them. Nothing on their end. But if they, want, they wanted relationship... It was their job to relate back after they got old enough, And all my kids do. You know, I have a relationship with my children. And I've told them, look, we're here. You have to help maintain the relationship because you're an adult now. You can get very busy and forget about our relationship. You can forget about it that easy, that quickly, that suddenly it can happen. Amen? Amen. Let's look at a couple of scriptures, can we? Uh, Romans 8, 14, for as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Man, it means being sensitive every day. It doesn't mean every day is going to tell you what fruit eat, what fruit, or what Fruit Loop. you know. It's not like I wait for God to tell me whether to eat fruit Loops or Cocoa Puffs. You know what I mean? Uh, by the way, I like them both. And so, uh, you know, whatever one I want, you know, it's not that kind of leading it's, you know, um, I, I, here's what I want to tell you. Sometimes that leaning, that leading of God is actually a dissatisfying, um, stirring in my spirit. Sometimes it's like, I'm not satisfied. I should be like, I should be happy, but something is, is eating at me and I, I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll tell Kathy, I go, I don't know what it is. I'm just not, there's something stirring. And I've learned that over 30 years that if I'm doing everything uh, to come after God, but something, you know, and there's no thing, I'm not rebelling or anything. I'm after God. And there's still this, God is calling me into deeper places. God's calling me into a, a deeper realm with him. Let's look at another scripture. Acts 16, 6, listen to this leading. Now, when they had gone through, Uh, uh, Pergia, I don't even know if that's said right, in the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. You know, how did Paul know this? I don't believe like the Holy Spirit came out and just maybe said no. I think Paul said times, and I'm going to give you another scripture right after that, which is as this, Paul wrote in Colossians 3.15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body and and be thankful. Now let me let me explain this, what I believe is going on. Did you ever did you ever feel uneasy and you don't know why? But everything in your outer area should be saying, I should be in peace, but I'm not? I believe that's the leading of the spirit at times. Not all the time, but at times, especially if it's internal, because I, I have the Holy Spirit rest in me and on me so why am i feeling uneasy it might be because the holy spirit has awakened me to something and he's stirring in me and that stirring can be i i often ask you this question how did jesus get people to get up and leave when he said follow me before miracles there were some who didn't folks that's the that's the you know, we think that everyone just followed Jesus when he said, but remember, he said, some disciples said, he said, follow me. And they said, oh, I got to go bury the dead. He said, let the dead bury the dead. You follow me. I got to go bury the dead. I got to go kiss my baby. I got this to do. I got this to do. But why was it he able to sit there and say to Matthew and Peter and John, why did they, listen, why did they just take off and leave everything and follow Jesus where other people didn't? It's the same Lord and Savior. Was it that he didn't call them? Really call them? Were they were not really called? That's not correct. Okay, that's not correct. They were just as called as Peter, John, and James were. They just made a decision. They didn't. They and the more listen. The more you don't respond to Holy Spirit, the less opportunity you will have to respond to Holy Spirit. Let me say that again. The less you respond to Holy Spirit, the less opportunity you will have to respond to Holy Spirit. That's truth. You must practice the art of hearing and responding to Holy Spirit. Amen? It's really key for us to do that you have to purposely, willfully learn and be discipled in hearing and responding to Holy Spirit. Look at, look at Peter. You are the Christ. Peter, flesh and blood has it revealed to you. But my Father has revealed it to you. Thirty seconds later, far be it from me, Lord. Peter, that was the devil. That was my Father. I'm going to teach you the difference. Now, Jesus rebuked the devil. And he rebuked Peter a little bit too. But what was the difference? One was God. One Every time you hear something, is isn't God. He says, My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of another they will not follow. It didn't say another they won't hear. But we need to be trained to learn and to hear and to respond properly to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. I hope this blesses you this week. Again, locals, Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, uh, in the app. Find me if you want to support me. Links are in the description. I love you. I'm praying for you. This is our greatest hour is coming upon us. That's what I'm hearing. Let's be prepared. Let's get moving. Let's get off the couch. And let's get into the glory. God bless you. You have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>